This is the Dork Side News Network, and this just in. Hey everyone, we're James, Richard, and Frankie, filling in your geek meter and giving you the tidbits and secrets that will make you seem like the coolest geek at the water cooler. This is the Dorkside News Network. Uh, today's episode, we got some geeky news to share, and we're going to be drilling into what sequels are coming out. There's a lot, video games and movies, uh, which should come out or shouldn't come out. What and candy bars. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we definitely want your uh, opinions, so comment wherever you're listening to this on or even on our Facebook. We want to know what you think. Also, check out our Patreon and help us out. More content. Frankie needs to buy his actual North American champion belt that we keep bragging that he's yeah. wearing. Uh, go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash dorksidecookies. And uh, here we go. So first bit of news is kind of news, kind of not, but we have a review from uh, Rich. He wants to talk about Alita Battle Angel. Wow. this movie is both bad and so good, and I highly recommend watching it. So if you want realistic storylines like modern American kind of like shows, you probably don't want to watch this. If you like animes with kind of outrageous interactions that aren't very realistic and, and emotions that are just like beyond beyond reasonable, then I think that um, I think Alita Battle Angels for you. I mean, I never want to watch an anime again unless it's done like Alita Battle Angel. It is so good. The the special effects are so good. The the tension, the constant feeling like things could go horribly wrong at like any moment, I thought was great. I know I I I know a lot of my friends who they went into it thinking they were going to see a comic book Marvel movie, and it doesn't feel like that. It feels different. But again, personally, like for someone who always liked anime growing up, I think it's great. Like, I just think it's really good. And this is how I would like to see virtually any action anime done in live action. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, the whole movie is basically CG, but it looks like live action. And I don't want to see any more like Avatar movies. Like just, well, not if. You know who's doing them. <laughs> no, not if anybody does them. Oh, we'll I, talk about the other Avatar. Never mind. If it's an action anime, I want to see it done like this because then you can do whatever crazy visuals. Ghost in the Shell, that should have been done like this. Like That way you can have the, you know, the crazy um, mega Tokyo like built out and you can have all the crazy nuts stuff but it looks like the real actors are actually there. So yeah, I mean, I... Uh, I highly recommend Alita Battle Angel if you like anime and things like that. So the animation was what threw me off. Does does it throw you off when you watch? Because I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, the trailer, no, no, no. like the, her, the, the way her, like her body and her face is set up is so like what caught me did, first. Did you like Avatar? The, the aliens, blue skin aliens. The blue skin alien ones I haven't even seen. Never even seen it. You never you saw never Avatar. Never seen it. <laughs> never seen it. What? What? Even Frankie saw that. I just did Frankie does it three times. In fact, it got when it, it came, someone spoiled it for me, and then I just never okay. came to see it anymore. So, um, I mean, by all, I mean, I love spoil everything for me. People send me the full scripts of every movie for the next ten years, and I will be happy. I will be happier. It, I love being spoiled, but um, I think. This kind of like animation that's motion capped on top of real people, 
I like it. I think it looks cool. And my brain after about 30 seconds buys into it and I'm, I'm there. I'm like, this is just how the world looks. And it's realistic to me. I think that's how Spider-Verse did it too. I mean, yeah, they were like humanistic. Yeah. Looking, but they were definitely not like, you know, not like, like watching an actual live actor, but you get, you get used to it in 30 seconds and you're just like, I'm there. So are you talking about, because like the, the Android had overly large eyes. Is that what you're, yes, but she's an Android. She's like a robot. I know. So it's just, it, it, it's not off putting. It just, it, it catches you right away. Oh yeah. Uh, that's what's very interesting about Alita battle angel is that world effectively. I, it it seems like 98% of the, of the population have been repaired with cybernetics. So they work in the mines or wherever they lose an arm. They lose most of their body. They lose all of their body except their brain. And they end up getting put inside of a cybernetic body. So that's something that like you, you can easily imagine that manga and how it was drawn where just everybody had robotic bits poking out of them, like everywhere and dr- dramatic, crazy bodies, not just like human bodies, but also like 10 foot tall, like um, construction bodies and, you know, all kinds of crazy bodies. And if they had tried to do that with puppetry, it would have looked fake. If they had tried to do it with CG, mixing it into real people, it would have looked fake. Yeah. But because everything was CG motion capped on top of the real actors, it looks seamless and smooth. Cool. I'm going to see it when I get a chance. Yeah. I'm going to have to check it out. Um, if you couldn't tell by my voice, I was sick for like the last. Still sick. Still sick. Last four or five days. So I didn't even, I, I didn't even leave my room hard. I can't enough. afford to be sick, James. I know. The news can't go on without no it's fine. <laughs> the news continues to go on uh we're trying to make it so it's a little easier for you guys to just jump to the articles that we have in our po- podcast notes and i'm having a problem seeing that stupid screen because the display turns off. yeah new new units great but um you can't see the yeah yeah it... um anyways so we have our our review that we wanted to do um on Umbrella Academy. So I have seen half of it. I haven't seen any of it. <laughs> he hasn't seen any of it. And Rich has seen all of Remember, it. Remember, guys, I'm a weep. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, <laughs> basically the, uh, the three bears, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Umbrella Academy. I honestly, I, I thought the, the comic book was the graphic novel, whatever, was good but weird. And I'm very surprised that they were able to capture that kind of bizarre, absurd reality that they're painting in this show, but they did a great job. Like, so it's really good. If you know nothing about it, um, obviously you definitely want to go watch the trailer, but they have a, a monkey Butler. And of all the things in this show, that's the most normal fucking thing. I like that's how we're. He's the most sane too. Yeah, he's the. That's where you started with that. That is the monkey, monkey butler. You dumped monkey butler on our listeners. When he just pops in, you don't you don't even question it. You just like okay, here's a monkey butler, whatever. Okay, I'm good. All right, what's next? I mean, we got you. You got these these kids who. Okay, so the premise of the story, real quick. If you didn't hear it on our last podcast, we talked about Umbrella Academy. Um. There was a bunch of women who got pregnant all at the same time on the same day. There's a hundred women. Uh, in the show, I think it's 43. 
Oh, is it 43? I think they cut it down to 43. Um, Who were not pregnant the day before. Yep. They all were pregnant and had the babies the day of. Uh, This creepy guy, Hargreaves, goes and adopts as many of them as he could find. He only finds seven of them. And of these seven, six of them have weird supposed powers. Um, There's one that threw me the hell off. I think it was in the second episode. Um, And there's one that doesn't. And it's kind of interesting um but the major plot is that there's the 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 world is coming to an end i love her book she wrote a a (laughs) self-biography and it's it's like extraordinary except it's just extra space ordinary Ordinary because she's ordinary and she's been told her whole life that she's ordinary yeah why why can't she be in the pictures yeah because she's not special she's not special um but so basically like the the premise is the world is coming to an end and these six I guess superheroes, if that's what you want to call them. Some, yeah. some aren't because some are they, Klaus and. <laughs> they were trained Klaus. at like eight years old to be a, a group of superheroes called the Umbrella Academy. So you had the teleporter, you had the mind control person, you had the super strong person, you had the person who could talk to the dead, you had the person who could turn into like unleashed tentacle monsters or tentacle, tentacles from his stomach. Ben yeah. Was, ben was awesome. And, uh, and you had, was there anybody else? Did I miss somebody? Uh, Luther. Did you talk about super strength? I said super strength. Oh, but yeah, okay. So, um, but then, you know, that's when they were kids. Now they're kind of the bands getting back together because yeah, the dad died. Because the dad died. That's the yeah. first episode. We're not yeah, so we're not, <laughs> you, know, fr- you know, James is <coughs> serious about that. Yes. As much as I want to. The seri- so serious that I didn't watch Avatar because I was spoiled <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's definitely one of those things you need to check out. Um, the next thing is straying away from movie news, but it's definitely most interesting news that did not, uh oh, our unit is now counting down. I don't know what that means. Oh, that's the number of seconds left of recording. It was counting up, so I don't know where to mark it now. Didn't do it. Sorry. I don't, I, I can't mark it on here now either. Cause it's different no, time. I, I thought, yeah, it's fine. It's fine guys. We, we wanted to give you, um, jump cuts, but you know, most people listen to podcasts yeah. in their phones and in their cars and stuff. So Mark. Um, so yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, Scalebound is back and that is big news. Whoop, whoop. Uh, Frankie, you're, you like Scalebound. I'm fucking oh, excited. Oh. I'd say like Scalebound, like you played it. The game never came out. Yeah, so originally um, it was supposed to be released on Xbox. The X-Boner. It was supposed to be an exclusive, um, but as you can see, as you hear from my news (laughs) Yeah, it's not over there now. It is not. Some big, another company picked it up, and now it's on Nintendo for some reason. It's coming to the Switch, which I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think so either. I see it a... So so what is this? Sell it to me in 30 seconds. Dragons, yeah, no. it's uh, it's dragons meets Devil May Cry meets multiplayer. Are are you the dragon, or you control the dragon? Control the dragon. It's like Aragon. It's it's oh. like Aragon, Devil May Cry, uh, multiplayer. I thought it was fighting dragons too, though. I think you're fight. I think you control them and fight them. Is this yeah, Sea of Thieves them. multiplayer? Yeah, where it's just like you can get a team and like of like your friends together. And you can play through the story. 
Okay. I don't think you need the team. That was, yeah, you don't need the team. But it has a campaign mode? Mm -hmm. I believe, yep. Yep, it looks like it is. The whole point of it is story. But here's the thing. That was the scale bomb that we knew. Nintendo picking it up, they might change everything about it. Maybe. Because we only had one trailer when it first was uh, released. So I remember watching that trailer with you on the E3. We were freaking out. Like, this game's going to be awesome. And then it never happened. Yeah. And now it's happening, kind of. Who knows? So, I, I mean, I see it for, for Switch being good, seeing as the Switch is really trying to define itself as being a multiplayer co-op, like, accessible unit. I yeah, just yeah, wish we could it pinpoint, is. I think it was right around here, it was right around this time period that we pinpointed when Nintendo said, fuck the ratings, and they just started doing stuff. And that's making yeah. them even better, because they were all about, you know, we don't want any rated R games on our, our rated M games in our, in our system at all. We don't want them because we're a family, you know, we're a family brand. But now you've gotten stuff like Resident Evil and all that other stuff is yeah. on the Switch now. And it's making it better, I think. There's more people I, that are I think, the Switch. I don't, I mean, I, I am totally against content um, censorship. So I think that everyone should choose for themselves. And um, really that, it, I mean, I think it, it should include... Uh, children's like 16 years and older. I think they should just choose for themselves. I think it's ridiculous um, in this day and age to be censoring these kind of stuff. So yep. I'm glad that Nintendo got on board and has what I think is going to be some of the best content that that I want to play yeah. on a yeah. console. Because and even better yeah. because of because of the the one the the biggest selling point with the Switch is the fact that you can take it anywhere whenever you want. Yeah. But yeah. now you get these games and you can take them anywhere. Holy shit. In being co-op and like you just show up at your buddy's house, they have the game too. Be like, oh, do you, do you have any problem with that boss? Oh, dude, I'll just jump in right It'd now. It'd be crazy too just to be able to do that if they do it somehow. Be able to do that through like 4G or something. So you can just do it through wireless. You don't even need a, uh, what? You I don't mean, need a wireless network. I don't, I don't think it's possible yet. I, I think it's possible seeing as the PS Vita was trying to lead in true. that direction. Nintendo might be able to do it depend but the the problem is is um carrier cuz yeah. uh, a carrier is going to be like you can only sell devices and they can only use our companies blah 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 and, yeah it'll be it'll be weird with that but i'm excited to see where yeah. this goes um uh, last of our well our normal news and then we're going to jump into weeb central uh <laughs> I actually wanted to talk about a little game that I've been playing constantly, and I can't get my hands off of it. And it's free, and it's on the mobile, which I never thought I would say, because I hate mobile games. Uh, Night of the Full Moon is this cute little card game that's very similar to uh, Slay the Spire, which is one Wait, of Wait, my- it was free on Android? Yeah. Oh, it's not free on iOS. Oh, it was free for me. Weird. <laughs> and there was no purchases inside the game? There's, yeah, no, for me, there's purchases. There's, oh, for me, there's no purchases. Okay. Yeah, for me, there was expansion packs to buy. Each oh, one, there may, I mean, I haven't played long, I don't each, know. Each one was 99 cents, so. Okay. And there's only, well, there's like five characters, I think. You start with one to play, and then you can unlock the two other ones, I think, and then, yeah. Either way, it's a super fun game. It has the same, like I said, the exact same style as Slay the Spire, which is a roguelite um card game that i love so you play through this game once and then you go through it again and it's a completely different game you got completely different cards you're fighting completely different people 
except this one's based on uh, Little Red Little Red Riding Hood. So it's really cool because there's you know werewolves. Uh, you're trying to find out where Grandma went. Grandma might be a monster herself. You might have to fight Grandma. You might have to fight Little Red Riding Hood because you're supposed to be her. But at one point, you get to be the werewolf. Expansion pack. Uh, it's just it's crazy, and every single character has their own card set, and every single level you play plays differently. It's it's fun. I suggest trying it if you like anything like Slay the Spire. Super yeah. super fun. So uh, on over to Weeb Central now. This is Frankie and eyes, but more Frankie's expertise. Yeah, guys. Uh, what you what you got? What you got for us? Um, so we have a new a newer anime coming out for uh, springtime. Uh, it's called Demon Slayer. It is, is it about slaying demons? In fact, it is. Holy shit! Whoa! <laughs> how did you know? Well, I'll tell you how I know. I watched the first look trailer uh, at a, a couple of days ago, and I really like the coloring and art style that this anime particularly has. What would you say it's like? Similar to? What? Like My Hero, Goblin no, Slayer. Actually, it it kind of reminds me a little bit of Clamp, a little bit. Okay. Um. But it's it's about it's about slaying demons, okay. but it seems like it's set in like feudal Japan from the clothing and details on the the characters they show you. But you know, I can't really tell. It's only a trailer. Yeah. Uh, it could be in a more modern day. Uh, I didn't see too much like housing or anything. Mm-hmm. I only saw like forest fights and, and things like that. So that's why I'm assuming uh, technology may not be in, in this realm. Uh, I, I'm also interested to know if deities or like gods are in it, like Susano and Amaterasu, and yeah. to see if they're all uh in it seeing as it's about a world of demons i'm wondering obviously if, the demons mm-hmm. are ruled by if amaterasu is in it and she's not a badass i'm gonna be upset <laughs> yeah that's one of my i mean favorite ones. so that like all of that makes me really excited because i've all i like a lot of japanese mythology and it, it seems like we're not going to get like some crazy <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the screen behind me just said no for literally no reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Google is listening, <laughs> but we're I'm getting to kind of see a different story again of demons in Japan. I know there's many different anime out there, but this one in particular really definitely looks like it's trying to go more about the fol- uh, folklore and tales that you'll you would commonly hear from. Do you think it's a uh, season one only, or do you think it might be something that keeps going? Because you know, you know it's going to happen. I'm going to watch this anime. I'm going to fall in love with it. And we're like, we canceled it because you're a dick. Yeah, I, I feel like within the first season is going to really tell you what kind of storyline they want. Because it could be a first season, like a, a one season just like, oh, here to here. But the way, like. Demon Slayer just sounds like something I could go on. I mean, yeah. Goblin Slayer. For Goblin Slayer is literally him killing goblins, and mm-hmm. it's been going on for a while now. Yeah, so. he's just killing goblins. Uh, uh, who knows? You guys watch uh, Dragon Prince? Not I, I watched the first three episodes. I think it doesn't. I don't hate it. I just I I never found the urge to finish it, and I why I should finish it. Yeah, it I, seemed it seemed like it was. Pretty I kind of liked it so. Um, the fact that it got continued for a second season, like now I'm like, oh, okay. So me and cats are watching it. I'll have to check that out. It's I, pretty it, good. it did pop up on my, that's kind of my rule is that if, if I see something get picked up a second season, I'm like, oh, it must've been good enough to, yeah. uh, yeah, to get picked, you know, 
Yeah. Or if you, but this is remember we're in the anime world now. If you're in the anime world and you got canceled in the first season, you know it's a good show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my rule um, is the rule of three. You give anything three episodes, give it a shot. If by the third episode it doesn't have you hooked, then quit because it's not going to get any better. If if the, you're talking about BBC Sherlock, then you just watch the whole season. <laughs> like, what the heck? I was going to say, the only time it doesn't apply is to Doctor Who. And I feel like you have to give that an entire season, oh my God. at least, before you get into it. Uh, but yeah, if you're doing that for Sherlock, the first <laughs> season of Sherlock is actually only three episodes. Yeah. You just watch the whole thing. But however, each one of those episodes is an hour and a half long. But I, I think that everybody should give it three episodes because <laughs> yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> watch the first season. I watched the whole thing. It's yeah. good. Mm. Um, I had to, a review of a, an anime I watched and I'm way late to the party on this one. I usually like to pretend like I know what I'm talking about, but I just watched your name and fucking hell. That was a good movie. Yeah. And I want a reason why it was number one. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, this movie ain't going to make me cry. Like I heard people cry. And no, I was like sitting in my bed. Like, I'm not going to do it, man. I'm not going to do it. No, oh, I got mad. Got- I literally screamed in the theater. Yeah, dude. I can see why. I screamed. <laughs> I w- so your name is. I think Rich might like it if he gave it. You know, gives it a shot. Your name is. It's just a movie, not an anime, okay. or it's not a not a series. It's a movie about uh, a boy and a girl who they go to sleep, they wake up, and they've switched bodies. Okay. And this happens randomly. Um, they don't know if they can be in that body for three or four days, a week at a time. And it keeps going back and forth. Um, but it all is climaxed on this comet that's passing over. Okay. And um, the comet actually ends up destroying the town that the girl's in. And so now the girl or the guy is like, how come I haven't switched yet? I was having fun. You know, it was awesome. Where'd she go? And he goes on this, I guess you could say quest to figure out what happened to her. Yeah. And then you find out some stuff happens and you're like, holy shit, it's crazy. And then. You know, typical anime thing. It's like a almost like a love story. Is it live it was, action or anime? It's anime. Okay, but it was it was really fucking good. It's it's anime in the style of um, Miyazaki almost. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's the best relationship to it is um, the girl who leapt through time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because that was actually Summer Wars. That was actually one of the trailers on the, on the Blu-ray that we got. The girl who fucked with leapt through time. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, those those are commonly um they're not the same directors. Uh I do know the directors are, are different, but I believe because there's another like set, but uh we'll put those in the show notes. Uh I can tell you though, me and Frankie, if I was watching it with him, that the very end, the whole time, I'm going turn around, turn around, fucking turn around. If you don't turn around and I know that's probably where Frankie was screaming too. Oh, uh, <laughs> The the biggest part I screamed at, uh, spoiler. I mean, like we said, the movie came out a while ago. Yeah, it's pretty old. Um, they're when they hiked up to the mountain. Yeah, and they yeah, finally see each other, <laughs> and he was finally gonna like say "I love you" or like whatever, and it's just, and you're like, what? No. So I don't. I, this this is a spoiler, but. This is the part that pissed me off the most, and I was so angry. The whole point of them seeing each other on this little mountain pass was write your name down. So if something happens and I forget you, which is what's supposed to happen, mm-hmm. I can find you again because I have your name and I'll remember like there's a name like right out of my hand. So I know 
And so the guy wrote, I love you on her hand instead of his fucking name. And now she forgot who it was. And I'm like, why the fuck did you write that? I'm losing my mind. It was just like, oh, it, it's. I, that's particularly there's quite a few anime like when I when I move in, I can show you like a, a list oh of anime that like someone will, save me. I'm sending an week. SOS now. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Um, bad news. Uh, another review for a, a video game. I put it in the anime section, though, because it's an anime video game. And if you haven't guessed by now, it's Jump Force and it sucks. But you're so excited. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I get but I mean, like, these games. I don't know. Either. I don't think like I don't think it sucks. You haven't played it yet, though. I played a little bit. Um, Where Jump Force, like uh, GameStop or yeah. Best Buy, whatever. When they have that little little thing, yeah. Jump Force is it's a really demos. It's a really just generic anime story, you know, whatever. Just that should bring, get people so excited. Yeah, just to bring all the characters together. Uh, but the game is really just about can you hit square better than the other person can hit square? That's that's all it is. Or can you hit triangle better than the? And I'm not saying faster. It has nothing to do with speed. It's just can you time it better? Because that that's all you're doing. No, no, no. Well, not hitting it fast. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, at the right time. You yes, have to hit the, the right, right button at the right time. Yeah. There's. But it's only one button, and that's what sucks. You you can pull out your fifteen hit combo by just literally. Look, I have spent square. a ton of money on Dragon Lair, <laughs> which is one button, not even any controls. It's just a button, fair and enough. I like that game. Fair so enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, for the for the Shonen fans, it's really good because it has just about everybody you could want. Yeah, I mean, uh, I and also, I'm sure there's DLC coming. I the know the biggest there is. part, the selling factor to it is that you can make your own character. So I want to, that's what I want to be able to get my hands on. The reason you get your powers though is so lame. How do you get your powers? So the story starts off literally the first 30 seconds. Frieza is destroying all of what some city and Goku is fighting him. And Frieza does his little death beam at Goku and Goku dodges and it hits you and you die or you're supposed to die. But Trunks is standing next to you and is like, I have this cube. It'll bring you back to life and turn you into a hero. Pula, you're a hero. <laughs> That's the fucking... That, Pula, <laughs> you are a hero. That's exactly... It's called the Umbris Cube and he puts it in your chest and you're a hero now. Yay. If somebody is listening and they're an artist, if you'd be so kind to <laughs> panel out Trunks putting weird cube and being, blah, blah. Blah. <laughs> you're alive. You're a hero now. I would love you. But it was Trunks that did it, and yeah, it was just lame. And, but it is cool, though, because, um, well, I still don't know. I haven't played all the way through the story and stuff. Um, but you can choose a camp to join. So Goku, Luffy, and Naruto are the leaders of their own camps. Mm-hmm. And each one has a sp- specific thing they're supposed to do. Like uh, Naruto's is uh, surveillance. Goku's is uh Fighting the bad guys and Luffy, I think, is defending specific zones. And depending on which camp you get, you can unlock their abilities, like Naruto's abilities or Goku's abilities, and everybody in their camp. And everybody in their camp isn't just Goku's or Dragon Ball characters. Like Goku has fucking uh, one of the Naruto characters standing next to him, one of the One Piece characters standing next to him. So they're all split in the camps, but they're not, you know, it, it's weird. 
but you can unlock their abilities. So that I guess the one cool thing is you can have your character who can do Rasengan and then a Kamehameha wave and then the rubber arm thingy that Luffy does all on the same character. So it's pretty funny, but <laughs> just wasn't good. I didn't like it. Yeah. Bobby likes it. So I'm glad I found a game that she likes to play because <laughs> I can sit there and watch her fight all day because it's, it's anime fighting. It's still cool. <laughs> Um, and then last thing, uh, Voltron. Voltron. Should we watch it, Frankie? See, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not a no. So it's done, right? So second season came out a few months ago, and, and so now people need to decide. They're going to watch it or just let it I think you know, that vanish. everybody should watch it. It does take a, I, I think it's one of those things that takes a season, because the first season's like kind of, out there it's like the normal progression story and then you were telling me you you got caught up because you thought it was going to just continuously go on yeah i mean i mean old voltron just went forever so i just thought hey there'd be five six seven seasons and and sailor moon did the same thing and it's very opposite for me because i don't like uh, i don't normally like stuff that goes on and on and on and on but for sailor moon i liked it i liked it like that and when they released the new sailor moon sailor moon crystal um, I think the first original Sailor Moon had like a hundred episodes or something mm-hmm. between them getting their powers and then fighting Queen Barrel at the end. And Sailor Moon Crystal was 13 episodes beginning to end. And I was just like, what the hell happened? And, like, it was so fast. And I, and I go both ways. I mean, sometimes I really like, I feel like each episode is enough of an interesting story mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm okay with the modern trope of, 80% like the story that's happening this episode and then 20% which is like the uh series arc like something to move the story the big mega story forward and some shows i just find that like the mega story is kind of boring and i'm just like eh i didn't really care too much about the threat of the aliens going after them and i was like you know what i don't want to watch this forever with the big like the alien threat trying to hunt them down um but you're saying it's wrapped up. It's done. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's all done. Um, you don't think there's going to be like a surprise third season? No, I don't think so. So presumably the threat's gone then at, the, at, at that point, right? It's wrapped up. Yeah, like, no. Like either the threat's end, gone or they're dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> um, at the end of the, the series, well, I mean, I... I, 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 I we, we, don't, we don't want mega spoilers like that. <laughs> um, Shut up, but, but, I mean, it's... I guess the question that can be answered is does it wrap up all of the loose threads or does it leave you unsatisfied? Like you wish that there was more episodes. Oh, So it does it. They did a really good job at the ending. They even show you what each the classical, like, Oh, what each like hero does like to do. Okay. So the heroes don't die. Yeah. (laughs) Most of them. Uh Uh, Okay, cool. I, I, I will probably try to finish it because I watched the first season. So it's, it's good. Um, I like it purely because, uh, I really, the problem I always had with American, like kind of like graphic novel series, like being animated was a lot of the times those, those stories concentrate on one person or like one or two people, like for the story and like they push and they're just like, those are like the, that's the person you're supposed to be focusing on. But the this series in Voltron it um really helped 
really helped. Uh, Siri really wants to talk to me. <laughs> uh, but they really helped get all the characters like up to grit level. Gave them each like a little bit of screen time, a particular emotional, uh, not only just like a mission, like all different kind of spectrums of what you think a hero would need to like prove or like uh, themselves and why they would have the title they have. You know, I think that's the modern American um, sci-fi show format now, though, is it's always a variety show. It's, it, you know, just like you said, it used to be one character, but um, like if you look at basically any CW show, they cut between like five different characters. So it's not like the Flash show. It's Flash only gets like 30% of the show time. And then it's the other characters the rest of the time. And show Flash isn't the only one who saves the day. Oh no, everybody saves the day. And um, you can see that in really almost any show now. Like, I don't think there's many shows, sci-fi shows that, which I, I think American anime basically falls into because it's a lot of the same kind of like powered and combat and mysteries and stuff like that. And uh, I bet, I like... You basically don't watch much American sci-fi. Not really. Um, but I think you'd be surprised because like your description of like, oh, it was it was good because unlike like most American stuff, like it wasn't just like one, you know, one protagonist. Um Us brown coats know all about it, let me tell you. But yeah, no, it's team it's always teams now. Uh for good or ill. Like a lot of times the the ill to me that what I don't like about it is a lot of times I don't find a character in the show that I would want to be. And in some cases, I don't even find a character in the show that I would want to be with. And traditionally, like if I read a book, I read a book and I want to think, what would I do if I was that person? If I was Harry Potter, what would I do? Um, I always try to just make a character. <laughs> He's just like, I was Harry Soldier. Potter's buddy. <laughs> I, I was that guy that you never got to see in the, in the side. Like I like, like copied his notes in, in like... <laughs> curse class the or guy something when the camera was panning over i was picking <laughs> my nose yeah that was me i was See, that guy i i mean and so maybe that's why you like this kind of format um i always like the oh whoever whoever is the is the i like if it's a book and they're like i do this like harry you know harry's one is like i i'm i'm feeling this i'm ex experiencing this this is my perspective my eyeballs is what you're like seeing and that's that's easier for me to put myself into that world. Whereas if it's a group of people and I'm like, I wouldn't hang out with these people in real life. Like these guys, like, Flip like this side, though, which character are you in Firefly? In Firefly? Yeah. Uh, I'm the captain. I was gonna say, I feel like everybody knows who I would be. I'd be washed. That was, that's easy. <laughs> yeah, you would I'd be, be playing with my little dinosaurs in my, my pilot's chair. <laughs> But that's like that's one of those ones where I, I feel like if you're a fan of the show, you definitely have one character that yeah. you, you can relate to. And it's not always Captain Malcolm. It can be anybody. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's one of those shows where I, I know who I'd be with, too. Like <laughs> <laughs> Definitely on that one. Verena Beckerman, we're, we're talking about you. Um, all right. Up next is uh, Meeple Central. We got some board game news. All right. At the time of recording. Yeah. As we're recording it, we have now 19 hours left, which means that by the time you hear this, well, the Kickstarter will be done. Hyperspace is done. It's successfully funded. 
um, almost $600,000. And um, that means that there's going to be a lot of extras. It's not one of the big mega Kickstarters. Like, you know, uh, for a board game, probably Kickstarter is more like $4 million, $5 million is mega. But for a 4X strategy game, the probably the beginning um, of, a, of a franchise, Hyperspace is going to be a cool game that if you like board games and you like sci-fi risk, especially if you like computer games like Master of Orion or um, Alien Civilization, this is going to be a board game that people are going to be really excited about. And I think for the next 30 days after the Kickstarter closes, anybody can go on there and they can um, back the game afterwards. It just won't be credited towards the total amount. So I'm I'm excited. I did everything. I did the mega like three or four hundred dollar um backing, but it's pretty cool. I had to look at my news real quick. Um Bobby just bought Villainous today with her tax return. So we have a copy now at home as well. Nice. <laughs> but um I was asking, I was like, did you buy the expansion? And I she's didn't. like, I couldn't find it. It's cause it's not out till March third. Yeah, That's exactly. Why. So if you guys are big villainous fans, uh March third is the first expansion. Wanted to yep. throw that out there too, since it's a board game. Hades. <laughs> There's nobody else. It's just Hades. Yeah, no. Doctor Facility. Throw, and, throw away the rest. Uh, we just need Hades. That's hey, all I'll we take need. It. <laughs> Jasper's like, I'll just take that uh, voodoo guy and go upstairs. There's probably and it's probably the Wait, easiest so one to win with too. We were we were saying that the game is an endless amount of players because each deck is. I mean, in theory, I don't I don't know how well it's balanced to handle like 23 villains or however many villains Disney has, but. Uh, yeah, let's make it happen. <laughs> we should ask them, ask the company, can we actually have 60 players playing this game? We might do it if we can. Yeah, <laughs> we will stream it. All right, so we have one big news topic that I wanted to bring up before we jump into the movie sequels only one or the sequels in general. Uh, well, not news topic, but big, a big discussion that I wanted to have, and I wanted to set some fires to people's asses and see who, who wants to argue more. What's that? Huh? Uh, who do you think's the worst company right now? Do you think it's EA or do you think it's Activision? I I know in in my heart that the worst company continues to be EA. The rest are just like typical American crap companies, like <laughs> just not the worst. Why would you say EA is the worst? Because EA has a long history of extracting um, anything good out of a company. And turning it into just an absolute horrible money extraction device. And here's the problem. Here's my big problem. I don't have a problem with capitalism. I'm a corporate executive. I, I, have, I like corporations making money. I don't have a problem with it. I have a huge problem with the way that EA tries to feed on the way that human psychology is to try to like extract the most out of each person the most, like beyond reasonable. And what do they give you? Nothing good. It doesn't make the game more fun. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, I just said that I, I'm going to spend three or $400 on a board game. Mm -hmm. I have no problem spending money on stuff. And I'm that well that video game people want because I will buy all the stuff, but make it fun. All the stuff, <laughs> just make it fun. You mean there's not a difference between Madden 2018 and Madden 2019? Oh my gosh. Let's not get into that again. There's totally a difference. That is real. That is, I mean, I do think that there, it should be 
Um, like the format I would be comfortable with for Madden is every time there's a new engine, you buy the full Madden. And then every year you purchase each new player, right? If you, that's the thing is every new Madden has the current new players and, and all the stats. And I mean, personally, even though I don't care about football, I would demand only to have the players that are in the team that I currently love. Yeah, but couldn't you just make that DLC instead of an entire game? Well, I just said that. I just said yeah. that. I mean, I, I do think that... Making um, an entire game with the exact same engine, but just putting new players in it just seems a little... But not forever, right? It should be like every other year. I mean, I, you, you can't possibly be happy with playing a modern console and everybody else has the cutting-edge graphics and then your football game doesn't look like it's real life. Have yeah, you seen... No. I mean, these things look real. Yeah. They're crazy. I just... But that's the thing is... I mean... So the graphics get a little bit better. I guess you could say that that's a reason to buy it, but I haven't seen any big mechanical changes from Madden of four years ago to Madden today. I mean, other, uh, like, you know, but I don't really care too much for football anyway. So, yeah, I mean, it's, um, I think there people like not me, people know when the new engine is out. So they're like, Oh, the new generation of consoles, it has this new Madden and look at it. This is what the crowd looks like. And I think that the, if you look at that one, like say, what, what's Madden up to? Madden. I think it's about 2019 right now. So um, if you look at Madden 2013 and you look at Madden 2019, there's going to be a huge oh, yeah, difference, right. right? But I think it happened almost all at once. I think it was like Madden 2014 was like one engine and then model uh, and then Madden 2015 uh, was like the next engine and they were amazingly like big difference. But then the next year was like a point upgrade. It was like, yeah. oh, now um, you can make your, you know, maybe you can sync with your fantasy league team or something. I mean, but, it, but you're just pointing out like they have good games, right? That's the problem. Star Wars Battlefront 2 is a good game. Star done War badly. It's a good game done badly. It's, it's done okay. Star Wars Battlefront 1 is a bad game done badly. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, um, and, and they, they just do that. They constantly put out crap and they expect you to pay for it. And I'm done. Yeah. I'm not giving them I'm, any more of my money. I'm not impressed. And I, I think it was a really bad move on EA's part to metaphorically blow their load with all the games that just came out this week. Bad for who? Bad for them or bad for players? Bad for the consumers. Because now if you're, no, I, 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 if you're like me and you live paycheck to paycheck and you want to play all these games, but now they're all out, you're not going to be, um, at the water cooler talking about this game. If that wasn't the one, you know, like, okay. So crackdown three, uh, far cry, new dawn yeah. anthem. And God, I keep doing this. I've done it all day today. There's one other one. There's four games that all came out this week. You don't need to buy most EA. of them anyways. They're garbage. Yeah. I mean, still. If you liked all of those games, though, but you only had enough for one, but you want to be able to talk about all four of these games, you can't now because okay. they just threw them all out at the same time. All right. So let's say that you had a little blue GameCube uh -huh. that had a button and you could get any year's games for the next 10 years. And you could own this cube. Now, you'd have to buy it for normal price. Whatever it normally costs, you'd have to buy that game, just like anything. But you can now, you have this thing that can time travel and get you the game. 
it would cost you five dollars for that unit would you buy it five dollars yeah so now you have all the games for 2019 available you don't have to buy them you can buy them at the end of the year yeah and you could buy next year's games this year too how is that different than what EA has done for you. EA has given you a time machine they, and let you purchase the entire year's games now no, or I, at the end of the year. They, they have, but I, I only disagree because now what do we have to look forward to? You don't need anything to look forward to. <laughs> I, 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 but if you had the magic $5, you know, <laughs> Doctor Who game machine, are you saying you'd have nothing to look forward to because you could just buy any year's games ever? I guess I could say I could look forward to the next year that wasn't on that cube. No, you would look forward to when you can afford the next game. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems weird to me from a marketing standpoint. I've never seen a company do that. So maybe that's why it's weird to me for them to take a lot of their big AAA titles and just throw them all out at once. I've never seen it happen like that before. It's very strange. But on the flip side, as much as I hate EA and their loot box craziness mm-hmm. and stupidness, what Activision did this week was, wow, God. So we were talking about this before that um, Activision might start blowing out Blizzard and making it a shell company. And yep. it happened. Um, they recorded record profits for 2018. Record meaning it's the most they've ever made in a single year. And they felt that they needed to lay off 800 people. Because I don't know why. Well, they did. Um, so their CFO went over to like corporate controller for a couple of years mm-hmm. and their CFO retired. So they had to pay a bonus to the CFO. And then that corporate controller who used to be the CFO, well, now he's got to become CFO again. And you know, when, when you have your office and you have to print that new plaque that said CFO, well, he probably didn't have to print it because he probably took that plaque and put it in his drawer <laughs> and then switched out the new one and then took that plaque back out of the drawer, put it back on the desk because he's CFO again. Well, apparently they had to give him like an $8 million bonus for changing his title. That's what happens to you, right? When your title changes at work, um, you, you probably get, you're not, you're not a CFO, but probably like a $500,000 bonus, right? Because you changed from a network pet, you know, technician to a kiosk technician yeah. or something. No, the answer is no, James. You do not get a $300,000 bonus I for do. changing your title. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they said that the cost of this guy's one bonus, which he got effectively for record profits, w- would have paid all these people yeah. um, for at least a year. And it's just, uh, I want to compare Nintendo. So when Nintendo was losing money, not record profits, losing money, their executive team, including the CEO, they all took pay cuts to pay their salary to pay their employee yep. salaries. I remember this. Now, to be fair, from Blizzard's perspective, is they're saying supposedly, and I think they're liars. Just full. I mean, I think they're hundred percent liars. But they say that they mostly laid off the people from the marketing departments because they're getting out of esports. They don't think like I think Activision says. They don't make money from esports. And I think they're right. I think they're right. I think that all these companies need to give up on esports because the game developers like Blizzard, Activision, EA, they make very little money, almost no money from esports. They need to get rid of it. They need to get out of it. 
all esports gone. I know it's an unpopular opinion. Let the arenas do esports. Let the, um, I don't know, now uh, make the ESPN. Let them do esports. Don't these game companies, if they care about profit, which they do, because they're mega companies now like Activision, they don't, they shouldn't do esports and they're not. So they fired all the staff, supposedly. But yet, why did they reduce what um, Heroes of the Storm is doing if they still have the same number of developers? Because they're lying. They don't have the same yeah. number of developers. I definitely think something fishy is going on at Blizzard, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not too happy with it. And I, I want to blame Activision for it, but who knows? Who knows if it's Activision's doing or... No, oh, it's Blizzard Activision now, right? It's not Blizzard... Yeah. Blizzard isn't like a subsidiary. Yeah, not anymore. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That's the problem. It's it's just Activision now. Yeah. Or Blizzard Activision. That's my new year. So what do you think? Who's worse, EA or Activision? <clears throat> He's like, I'm going off the board with Nintendo. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, there we go. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I think EA has always been a company that, like Rich was saying, that brings just chaos to whatever company they pick up or fund or help get back or supposedly help the company get back up on their feet. Um, I don't, I don't see them as uh, a company who's trying to publish uh, like you, you say they're continuously making profit. I don't think that they're making as much profit and that's why they're, trying or forcing people to be like oh this is gonna have microtransactions well, this is gonna have microtransactions there's gonna be dlc for it there's gonna be this there's gonna be that because they're trying to uh i think that it, it's ultimately to reach something that they want and we'll, i think they're missing out on something that they're, well, they're reaching well i mean here's the thing is that they're a publicly traded company so as a publicly traded company everything's public all their numbers are public. There's no guesswork. So we know they're making all the money they want to make and more. And the same thing with Activision. We know they're making all the money and more. It's not guesswork. It's not like, hey, Frankie, what's in your wallet? They, by law, have to tell us what's in their, in their wallet. So we know that EA buys beloved games, beloved companies, companies that are doing well. and that's like Sims. Sims was doing super successful before EA bought them. Oh yeah. I love and Sims. Yeah, I love Sims too. Um, so they buy these things that are beloved and then re-engineer them to require multiplayer because if it requires multiplayer, then you're, you're kind of obligated to get your friends playing it and that helps them sell more copies. Mm -hmm. And then it's DLC. Because if they put the DLC button at the right place, it'll be easy for you to be convinced to spend 99 cents. And if you're playing 12 hours and you're exhausted and tired, you might accidentally spend 50 bucks in a day. The cost of a whole game for a bunch of cosmetic items that the moment, like your character can only wear so many clothes or so much armor or so much like whatever. So why? Why would you, I mean, think about that. Some people are spending more money on these like booster packs and things than they spend on the clothes they wear. 
I think it's ridiculous. Like it's just, yeah. it's something wrong. Um, I, I want to spend a flat amount of money and know that that's how much it costs. You, you just want to, like, that's what I was going to ask you too. You just want to buy the game and have it be complete. Yeah. And, and they have the right, they have the right to, um, sell me like either one. And I, I have the right not to buy it. I, I can say, you know what? No. So I just said, no, I'm not buying any more EA games. And it would be like, oh, wow. Like this is the most amazing thing ever. And I'd be like, that's great, but I'm not going to give them money because I'm voting with, with my wallet. And until more people vote with their wallet, they will continue to do this because it's more profitable to sell a $59 game that's half completed. They never will complete it. Here's the thing, guys. Games that are crap when they come out are not fixed. They're never fixed. There are so many games that I was like, it was such a good idea. I'm just going to like give them money and hope that six months from now it'll get better. It never gets better. Like, except for the one game, the dynamic engineering game that everybody really like was super excited for and then they hated it. What's that game? Oh, No Man's Sky. Except for No Man's Sky. I've never seen a game that was fixed no after Man's lunch. Sky pulled it back. No Man's Sky is amazing now. Yeah. I mean, you got to give them props. Yeah. They were like, oh, we fucked up. Here, let's fix this. And yeah. uh, they good. actually fixed it. Yeah, good for them. I mean, I, I'm, I'm willing to admit that sometimes a few of these companies, but not EA, There's no, no, they have no reason to. Definitely not. Star Wars Battlefront was never fixed, and I have a dead game. What pissed me off, too, was in, in the whole heyday of the, uh, the loot box conspiracy. Conspiracy. is like only six seven months ago. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Um, Battle, Battlefront 2 was, you know, flagged at the very front for being horrible for its literally pay-to-win loot box system. Enough that it, that it forced Disney to get involved. Yes. And what EA did in response to me just didn't, it, it pissed me off even more. They went, oh, we're sorry. We'll lower the cool, you know, we'll, we'll, first of them, we'll turn them off until we fix this, this, yeah. situ- this situation. And then they said they fixed it. They lowered the prices of the, the boxes, and that was it. So you think. So they lowered the prices of the boxes, but the stuff that came inside was even harder to get now. So like to get your Yoda character or to get your, you know, whatever character it was, like, yeah, okay, so now you don't have to spend $10 on it, you don't have to spend $2 on it, but now it's five times harder to get Yoda. So you still have to buy that many boxes. To but get I thought the difference was I thought that you could still earn Yoda through normal gameplay yes you could and you couldn't originally that's true that's the the problem with it though was yeah. the amount of gameplay you had to put in so well, now we're starting to get into a line of like does that sound legal yes it sounds it's, yeah it's legal it's just shitty it's just shady it, it is shady like um because they were saying you had to put in like 80 90 hours just to unlock one character and there was 12, 13 characters to unlock. And you say you want to play Luke today, but tomorrow I want to play Yoda. You're just, it's just not going to happen unless you pay for it. There was no way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just a reason not to give them money. No one has to give them money. I, you know, we're not, um, we don't need particular video games to live. I agree. I mean, it's, <clears throat> it gives us a chance to see other ideas and other companies arise mm-hmm. um and i like there's so many games right now that are coming out that i don't i don't care for uh um, because it's it's just another 
retail of something the, we've already had. The one last thing that EA has done recently and has pissed me off is their their EA service or whatever I forgot what it's called, but their their service that you can get is letting people play games before it's supposed to technically hit the market. For instance, if you bought the EA Premium Pass for Anthem, you could play it two weeks before people could play Anthem. There's three different release dates for Anthem. Yes. There was a chart they had to put up in yeah. their fucking meeting. If you bought it with this pass, but on this day, then you get it at this time. But then if you bought it with this different pass, but you pre-ordered it, you could play it at this time. Like, why do you need a chart for a fucking video game release? It's ridiculous. Just put it out on one day. It's, uh, I mean, it's just greed. Mm-hmm. It's just greed. And again, um, support indie developer guys. Um, a lot of these developers from these companies are just abandoning ship and it's a great opportunity for new developers to get hired into these mega companies and make some money, earn their 401k, work on their retirement, get the experience. Meanwhile, the old Vanguard, they've gone off. They are starting the newest companies The new companies are doing the coolest cutting edge video games. They're not as big, maybe, but they're cool. Back to our very first podcast, second dinner. Remember. Ben Brode is working on something. He yeah. used to work for Blizzard and he jumped exactly. ship. Exactly. I think something big is coming, especially with a Marvel game. Now, so, just be aware, guys. Some of these things are going to flop. Firefall. Either of you play Firefall? Never even heard it of it. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. But it's dead. So. Dead. Yeah. Dead. But it was, a, it was started by uh, people from Blizzard, I'm pretty sure. And they took their money and they lost it all. So that's mm. unfortunate. It was cool, though. Yeah. All right. So the rest of this this whole podcast is going to be talking about sequels, and we got a lot of them to talk about. All right, sequels, sequels. What last kind week, of sequels? Last week we did reboots. This week we're doing sequels. There's a difference. There is a difference. Reboots are redoing the entire story with universe. Yeah, different, we, yeah. Sequel is we're continuing the story. Yeah, but I want to know what kind of sequels we talk. There's about. sequels like Coming to America too. Oh, with Eddie Murphy. Oh. Whole original cast, as far as I know. I, I don't know about Ar- Arsenio Hall yet. Because they, they, they keep saying... Can they find him? What? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a that was a joke. I don't even think Frankie got that one. <laughs> That's an old... Yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> uh, but I, every news article I see about it... I'm, I'm excited about it. I like Coming to America. I thought yeah. it was a hilarious movie. Yeah, but everything I see about it keeps saying, whole original cast. <laughs> we even got Eddie Murphy. I'm like, you guys keep saying you got Eddie Murphy, which is good. We need him for the movie. Yeah. But the movie was about two people. Where's Arsenio? Like, you didn't say that you got him yet. You keep saying a whole cast, but we got Eddie Mur- Like, Arsenio Hall was the, the other person in that movie. So I, I just really hope that, um, that they follow some of the other shows lately that have come out and are actually good. Like yeah. get do it right. Don't just don't just try to get money out of this deal. Best sequel ever so far, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Best not sequel ever, Little Mermaid three. I, I thought you were gonna say Star Wars uh, <laughs> eight. <laughs> Star Wars all of them that have come out in this last three four years. Uh, like Ten years? What the heck are you talking about? Yeah, whatever. I anybody <laughs> who true. dislikes the current Star Wars current Star Wars trilogy. And doesn't mention how horrible. I mean, come on now. The the prequels yeah, had those, to be worse. Those aren't sequels, those, those are prequels. That, and those are by far the worst. They're by far the worst. <laughs> as bad as it is now, it could be worse. Yeah. 
<laughs> why why complain about Force Awakens when you can have the Clone Wars? <laughs> Uh, next, a great piece of work. next up is uh, Gremlins 3. All right. I'm excited to have Gizmo back. I just... Gremlins is just a... It's a good movie. fucking movie, man. Yeah, it's great. It, it's was, great. it was terrifying enough to scare little children, but it was funny enough when you were older to laugh at the stupid jokes that they were making. Yeah, I remember some of the Gremlins like dancing around and wearing tutus and stuff, and it was just funny. I just really want the legend to begin again. I want, um, like, I have this whole screenplay in my head written out, <laughs> and I really want, you know, someone to get another set of, um, of Mogwais, <laughs> and get another set of Mogwais, break the rules, and um, ultimately Gizmo comes into town because he's, like, hunting the world, and he's, like, <laughs> kind of old. And, the, and of course, there's a new gizmo, like a new young gizmo, yeah. and he's got to like take him in. Like, I just think it would be so cool. Like, don't, ah, man, guys, this has such a good opportunity to be totally horrible. Um, <laughs> it does. So it will be. It and does. also, here's the other thing is I, I really, really feel like um, Gremlins was redefined by Gremlins 2. And without the mutations, the Gremlins are no longer interesting. I can't watch Gremlins 1 over again. I just can't do it. I need Spider Gremlin. I need um, Electric <laughs> Gremlin. I need all these cool, interesting Gremlins. Not just, not just the green ones, personally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I'm excited. I yeah. think it'll be great. I want to know what holiday they're going to take, though. Just imagine. Halloween. They're going to take all the characters and switch their genders. And it'll be totally woke because people love that with Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, speaking of, I know it's not on our list, but Ghostbusters sequel announced. Or was it a sequel? Are you talking a sequel to the female Ghostbusters? No. No, okay. It was a sequel, yes. It was a sequel, original cast, and they even got the Ecto Wagon back. Like, I've seen uh, shots of it so far. Yeah. The, the, the sequel is the sequel with Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and all them. Not all of them, because Egon passed away. Well, except for, yes. You do know there was a ghost. I know that. It's still a sequel, even if it's a threequel. Oh. We, we just talked about Gremlins 3. <laughs> I just brought up Ghostbusters, because I, I, one I, of I, our friends has been posting about it nonstop, that he's excited. That Aaron? He, yeah. yeah. He's, he's super excited about Ghostbusters, and there's a sequel coming I, out. I'm excited. I, I want it to be good. Um... I want it to be Ghostbusters. It is Ghostbusters. It's not the it's not the girls. Yeah, but which is why that was. I think we actually had that in our podcast I before. Stay the, the, the ladies were a little pissed that they announced the sequel right after this came out, and they were like feeling invalidated because their movie is no longer worth anything. They were invalidated. Yeah, they um, were. and it and actually, I like their characters. I just wish it was in the same universe as the original Ghostbusters, and they could have passed on the torch. Yeah, or even with this sequel, they could meet up at some point to do something. Like it's, what? I mean, it's very hard because then their universe is all weird. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it's a um, ghost universe with the ghost universe. They could talk about like in the first Ghostbuster where there was a paranormal dimensional portal that opened up. You know, there is no sequel. To yeah. me, I just want, uh, I want them to make movies based off of the uh, cartoons. <laughs> The Ghostbusters cartoons was so much better than the Ghostbuster movies 
Um, That's true. Slimer was awesome. So much, yeah, he was so awesome. <laughs> um, we have a lot of big, big bombs on this list, but this is my favorite so far. All right. Fucking Kung Fu Hustle 2, guys. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> I am so excited. Have some yellow liquid for your popcorn. <laughs> I loved all of these. I don't even know what you call a martial arts parody movies, I guess. You can call yeah, them. I don't know. Um, like there was a bunch of them yeah, around, around the same time. Hustle, Shaolin soccer. Uh, is there one about basketball too? Um, damn, I forgot what it's called. But there, there was one Kung about Pao? basketball. Kung Pao, I guess you could. Yeah, that's it's kind good. of in the kind of around the same time frame. Yeah, yep, but they're all good, and I really hope that again on this one the whole cast is coming back because yeah. I love the entire cast, hmm. and I still, <laughs> I still laugh to this day when. When what's his name? Um, he gets all the knives thrown in him. Remember, like not thrown in, but like they're they were planning on murdering the the old lady, and they're like hiding behind the corner, and he has all the knives, and he gets one stabbed inside in him by his friend that's sitting next to him, and his friend looks and goes, "Oh, I'm sorry," and he pulls it out. He goes, "What'd you do that for?" He goes, "Oh, I'm sorry," and he puts it back in. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. I love it, but I loved it at the more at the very end with the the what is it the flying palm technique or sky palm i forgot what it's called oh the buddha palm yeah the buddha palm that's what it was the buddha palm technique that he was made fun of the entire time and then actually existed oh i'm so excited to see it um here's oh god this is so bad so next on our list is now you see me three possibly mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, I own Now You See Me too. I still haven't watched it yet. No, I, I mean, I think they're working on it. Benedict Cumberbatch was uh, cast into it. So All right. I'm pretty sure it's, I think it's moved beyond the possible phase. And I it's, think it's coming. Benedict Cumberbatch makes anything amazing yeah. somehow. If you can name one movie with Cumberbatch in it that's bad, I, I would be surprised. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm excited. I still have to watch Now You See Me too, even though I own the damn movie at home. It's I, I own it. It's so good. I remember. Isn't Radcliffe in it? It was... Oh, I, I never saw it, the second one. I think, he... think Radcliffe's in it, right? I think so. I don't so, um, so let's give a summary to the people at home. It's, it's a magician heist movie, right? Yeah. That's so. Yeah, it's basically um, a bunch of magicians who, in the beginning, you're believed to that like it's like their magic is just illusions, like they're just like using illusions of like the eye that you can trick by speed or like not being like a certain lighting or something, but they end up to learn that like there's much more to magic or than you're told. At least this is where we're now. This is why yeah. I'm so excited for three. Cause you're like, what? It's, isn't it funny though? Isn't it funny though? I'm pretty sure Radcliffe's in it. And isn't it funny that you're like, magic could be real. Let's bring in mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe. It's perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> And then, no, is it Harry? Like we don't have enough magic. Let's just throw in Doctor Strange. <laughs> Next to um, now. I'm excited. They put Yu-Gi-Oh in. <laughs> Please don't. Um. Next up, we have the Alien Covenant sequel. No title yet. But yeah. Alien so Covenant did anyone see Alien Covenant? I've seen Aliens, Alien, Aliens, and yeah, I saw every. I, seen I, I th- I've seen everything, but I haven't seen Covenant. So, um. It's coming out. I'm kind of interested. I'm curious because, like, Does is this is in line with your? If there's a second season, it's worth watching the first. Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, does the Alien Queen count as a Disney princess now? 
she was always a Disney yeah. princess. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I mean, the alien movies aren't bad. Yeah. Um, uh, spoiler alert. Not really spoiler alert. Uh, alien. Alien? Alien. No, it is alien. I had to remember. Alien is actually on our 100 movie bucket list that we still have yet to watch. It's literally not a spoiler list. It's you and your girlfriend yeah. watching these hundred movies. Well, if you're, if you it's good to know that you're going to watch this movie. That's if really you wanted old. I didn't know that what's on <laughs> the hundred movie bucket list. It's a spoiler, okay. but I have already told you, I have the, I could make a link. If anybody was curious about what's on that list, I can make the link. Yeah. For it. Yeah. It's pretty good. Have you ever seen alien before? Yeah, I've seen alien. Okay. Chest bursters, like... face huggers. You got all the good stuff. Yeah. It's also in the second one. So you could have just made that up. <laughs> True. <laughs> I know there's something about a cat. There's a cat. Yeah, there's a cat. Who, who's, the, who's the villain of Alien? Ridley. No. That's <laughs> a joke. It's a joke. Jesus Christ. Uh, I, it's been a while since I've seen it. I have seen it, but it's been a while since I've seen it. Okay, so. it's the android. The android is the villain of the first one, yes. which is why it's the twist that, spoiler for a 30-year-old movie, that in Aliens, the android is the hero. Well, the secondary hero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again... Kung Fu Hustle's at the top of my list for the sequel, but this is right underneath of that. Zombieland 2 is coming. Yeah. Fuck, yes. We need more Twinkies in our lives. That movie was, at, at its time, uh, was perfect when it first came out. Because it was around the time, like, a bunch of zombie video games, like, all, all this, like, zombie hype. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was Year of the Zombie. Yeah. yeah. That was definitely Year of the Because I think Warm Bodies came out then, too, didn't it? It either no, came out then no, or right no, around no. it. It was the same time Left 4 Dead 2 came out. Oh, okay. I just really hope that they have zombie Dan Aykroyd. Oh, Bill Murray. No, he's dead. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's why we need, we need another yeah, Ghostbuster. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's okay. I get what you're saying there. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like every one. Yeah. <laughs> like Winston can be in, in Zombieland 3. Or this one. Either one. I, I, I believe this one actually has a title, too. I th- I think it was called Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Yes, it is. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, which makes it funny because that's one of the, the however many the rules. However many of the rules. Which uh, I think that'll be uh, it'll be good. Um, zombie hype has kind of died. Uh, it has, but not for Zombieland, which is yeah. funny. Zombie Land is just Jesse Eisenberg, right? Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg, yeah. and uh, I blame Walking Dead for zombie hype dying. Maybe. I mean, these I things like can't just is, stay forever. Yeah, right? no. And I feel like because the show's gotten a little stale that people's I love of zombies has also gotten a little bit stale. Do you blame Twilight for vampires not being cool anymore? Actually, I do. That's <laughs> yeah, <it was> probably <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fucking love an uh, interview with the vampire. Let me watch Twilight. What the hell happened here? Um, yeah. So up next is one I, I'm pretty sure everybody in the mother knows about. You guys know Star Wars 9's coming? This year. Yeah. It's not coming this year, right? I thought it was coming next year. Oh, it didn't come out last year, and they do it every two years. It's this this year. Oh, shit. Maybe I'm off. Yeah, this Christmas. I think I'm off then. Or whatever, right? So, so, um, because it did come out last year. No, No, because if it came out last year, it came out on Christmas. No, you're right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, this is the year. Um, Solo came out last year. It did. Yep. That's what it was. I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. I, I'm going to spend money. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I have to yeah, finish. I'll money. watch it, of course. But what do you what do you call a, a <clears throat> nineology? <laughs> what is it? A sep? No, not. No. Sep- I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just not. But I have to finish it. Like I've gotten this far. Yeah, I mean, of course. 
Plus, the but, third one always ties everything together. Yeah, and well, it's, it's we also. It so here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. I was just about to say it. Are you gonna say it? No, go, go, go ahead. Mark Hamill's gonna be in it. Spoiler for a movie that's two years old. <laughs> Mark Hamill or Luke dies. Luke dies. In the eighth Star Wars movie. Why? Why? Count myself in that one. So, but again, he could be back in. He learns okay. to visions or whatever. Some you know. boss power that brings him into an eternal. Didn't Darth Plagueis uh, learn how to persist through death? I forgot. They talked about it at one point. Well, I mean, that was the in the ex- original extended universe. They the Sith extend their life by clones, and the Jedi extend their life by becoming one with the Force and becoming Force ghosts. So, of course. Luke can guide or advise Ray Ray yeah. um, as a force ghost. That's reasonable. That's fine. Force ghost. But I, you know, what I kind of hope for the franchise is as, as much as I don't really care about Star Wars, to be honest. Um, the a lot of a lot of hardcore fans. These are people that spend thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. They hated Star Wars Eight because they felt like Luke was supposed to be the hero. And not a grumpy old man. And he I'm like, I'm like, man. you're kind of a grumpy old man now, though, in that you're grumpy about this movie. But see, and then that's the question, too, is uh, do you feel Luke was justified in the way he felt? Yeah, or, of course. Or not? Why wouldn't I? Yeah. And that's, that's the argument people are having. I don't know why they're but having an I, argument. I'm, the Luke in my mind was always a good guy. and He shouldn't have thought those things. That's bad. But, yeah, but. So, yeah, I mean, like, they're like, well, he... You know, the last time they saw Luke, he was optimistic and upbeat 30 years ago. Yeah. And now he's <laughs> drinking blue milk. Yeah, now he's <laughs> drinking <laughs> blue milk. <laughs> um, and, you know, my argument is like, well, but if you read the novel, then you, you see his descent into depression. Mm-hmm. And they're like, if you have to read a book to understand where he's coming from, then it's a bad movie. And I'm like, okay. But from that mindset, there's like nothing explained in the first movies. Yeah. And you're like, who's Obi-Wan Kenobi? And in the first movie, he's an old man living out in the desert. And you don't know anything about how Anakin becomes Darth Vader and Darth Vader was his Padawan and he trained him and like all that. No, none of that was in the first movie. Yeah. But they weren't upset. And the reason why they weren't upset is because they didn't have a pre, like, pre-existing idea of who these characters were. And if they're like, how did, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi used to be optimistic. How did he, like, become this crazy old man in the desert? Like, no, they didn't. They never said that. They were just like, no, he's just a crazy old man in the desert. That's how he is. Like, like, crazy old what man. you didn't know is Yoda used to be a human. And look what happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> he got crazy, too. No, um... I only need one character to come back in this series. Only one. And I usually, my, my, my favorite characters are side characters. And if uh, Maz Kanata is not back in this movie, I'm going to be upset. Maz Kanata is one of my favorite characters. And she's the, the crazy lady with the big goggles that gives Ray the, uh, the lightsaber. And she, she and is a knew, fun character. She knew a lot more than she was letting on something. Yeah. She knew something, but what was like, what was it? It's kind of like um, Shepard book in Firefly. Like mm-hmm, he knew mm-hmm. stuff, but why? 
But we never found but out. We never found out. But we might find well, out. Well, I mean, I guess if you read the comics. <laughs> you... Yeah. Um. Uh, okay. Never about Star Wars. Frozen Two is coming this uh, year. You I've are never... on your own. I, okay, you guys might be on your own. I'm fucking excited for this fucking movie. I love Frozen, and I loved the trailer for this one especially. It looks amazing, and it even looks like there might be another magic power user person thingy. Of course, because gas sell more stuff. Yeah, of course. But it just, it, I don't know. It looks, it looks amazing. I'm excited only because of the fact that I love cosplays based off of Frozen. I've never seen this movie. I vaguely know the songs, except for the couple ones that went to the pop charts. But by all means, let's add more characters that have cool costumes, and I'm a, I'll take photos of them. I, I, I love that. Well, so here's my reason for loving Frozen so, so much as a, as a Disney movie. Every other Disney movie I can think of has always been, you know, find your one true love, your one true love, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's always about that. Most of them. Like, that's just, you know, like Snow White, Cinderella, all those ones are... Those are 30 years old. Yeah, okay. But even um, uh, Tangled. Lion King? Lion King. I mean, he found uh, Nala. He did, but that's not... Nala's the one that pushed him back into the pride, right? Yeah, but it wasn't like his, like, goal. It just kind of like... Yeah, it just kind of happened, maybe. But um, this one. What about Hawaiian Moana? Moana? That was your one true love for the ocean. What about the blue, the blue alien little tiny guy? (laughs) Well, here's here's the thing though: is this movie like it was? It was strange. And first of all, the villain was not who you thought it was going to be. I never saw it. So okay, the the villain was spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Spoilers. (laughs) The villain was actually the prince. In this movie. Okay. Um, he was just trying to become the next king because he was like ninth in line. And so if he didn't marry a princess, he wouldn't be king for anything. Okay. Um, so he actually in- ended up being the villain. Um, but it's in this movie, it was like the, your one true love was about being a good sister. Like the only person that could help Elsa out, which is the girl with the, the freezing powers, yep. was Anna, her sister. That was the one who helped break the curse. And I, I thought that was awesome because they've, straight away from find your man or find your woman or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, look to your family now. And I thought that they haven't done that hardly ever. No, that's, that's a good change. I, it was I awesome. It. And I, I think they're gonna, but the other thing is Anna doesn't have any magic powers and I don't think they showed her having any in frozen Two. And if she did, she would have had them already at some point in frozen. Yeah. So, okay. But I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I love, I love frozen. I just got to uh, Arendelle in Kingdom Hearts 3, and I was like, yeah. And then my game crashed, and I said, fuck Kingdom Hearts 3. My game has crashed six times in Kingdom Hearts 3. Mad. Um, Toy Story 4, another game that's in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Toy Story 4 is coming. What do you say about it? It's fucking Toy Story. It looks I'm, fun. I'm excited. Yeah. No. No. You, you don't think I you have, can live I up have, to I its have series? a lot to fucking say. Oh, all right. Uh, Disney, fucking stop doing this. Stop being a cash cow and just pumping out movies of a storyline. You know, people are just going to be like, oh, that's great. I I love that. That's that's so nostalgic because that's basically where we're at with Toy Story. None of the story really is just like he says that. But I watched him laugh at the trailer. I and laughed at like, the trailer because and of the fir- spam. Yeah, because of the first, first time they gave you like some kind of person, like the real person of color, like attitude from a toy. Oh, like. So here, here's 
here's why I think um I think the fans aren't supporting a franchise that doesn't deserve support. And the reason why is because most people are complaining about the new Star Wars showing that we don't give like we don't give allowance to a crappy movie. Mm-hmm. We're going to call them out on it. And if Toy Story 4 is crappy, They're then then they might Did you not like Toy Story 3? Did you even see Toy Story 3? Don't even think I went to go see it. <laughs> think I Maybe that's why. Because Toy Story 3 fucked me up, man. I think like I was uh I hadn't seen it. Um and I was told three was yeah, like that was it. That was the end of it. It was supposed to be done. Um and I was like, okay, like I'll go I'll watch two, uh, three whenever I get a chance to, obviously. I, I just was like, I don't care anymore. Um and then when I heard four, I was just like I'm willing to give them a chance. I, but again, if it's crappy, then that'll they, be they it. We'll get called out on it. Yeah, and, and I'll be like, I'll complain. And whereas I will finish the next Star Wars, I will not see another Toy Story if Toy Story 4 is bad. Yeah. That's it. Like, because you're right. Toy Story 3 was enough and it was good. It's a good movie. Yeah, you definitely should see it. But Definitely a cool bad guy redemption story. Yeah. But personally, a lot of these movies, I'm just, um, I, there's too much sci fi. And sci-fi is above cartoon toys, I guess, in my list. Yeah, I mean, the rule, like, I used to have this rule uh, with Disney, like, uh, Disney is like, whenever it creates a sequel, it, it usually sucks. Yes, I mean that that was true. Lion King two wasn't that good. Little Ki- Little Mermaid Usually. two, like, straight is, to DVD. You can't yeah, count. Yeah, okay, that's fair. You can't count straight to DVD. You can't. They're not even real movies. <laughs> yeah, like Dumble, uh, like uh, I don't know what's the dwarf, uh, the dwarf Snow, elephant, Snow. or oh, Dumbo. Like Dumbo two, or Dumbo three, like no, most people have never even heard of those movies. <laughs> you couldn't even remember the <laughs> they name. Don't even, if they don't have the original voice actors, they're not a real movie. Yeah. Um. Also, going back to Frozen real quick, one thing, since you have it in the movie, I thought was funny. So the, the big key factor in that is Elsa can cast magic that freezes things. Yeah. She doesn't know how to turn it off. That's the whole thing of the story. Okay. She can do it, but she doesn't know how to reverse it. And at the very end, she freezes Anna and she doesn't know how to get her out of the ice. And eventually, obviously, she uh, figures it out. But my favorite part about the whole story was Olaf was a character that was just made sentient by Elsa's magic. Yep. Is a snowman. And um, once she figured out how to reverse all of her ice magic, you know, the sun came out and Olaf started melting. And everybody's like, oh, my God, is Olaf going to die? So she's conjured some magical cloud that always snows above him that follows him around. Okay. I thought that was pretty ingenious. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. They're like, we need to make sure that this guy doesn't die. Otherwise, we're going to lose a lot of merchandise. <laughs> well, then I'm going to bring this. We're going to bring this, uh, this news out. If, if we're getting a Frozen 2, I want Tarzan 2. I didn't really care for Tarzan. Oh, <laughs> but you have to care now because they're family. Because they're family? No, it's Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid? Yeah. Little Tarzan's Mermaid. T- tied in with it. Well, they're they're saying that the around yeah What's they're co- saying around the time Frozen came out that there's a link now to most of the Disney Pixar movies. Um, the shipwreck that yeah, uh, Ariel that, finds that is the Tarzan, shipwreck. You know, is supposed to be where the baby Tarzan comes from. Okay, so what? in the very beginning well, of Frozen, didn't he crash in a plane? Was well, it a plane? I don't. I don't remember. So in the very beginning of Frozen, 
um, Alison and Anna's parents go on a, uh, a voyage somewhere and they say that okay. they'll be back. And of course, they're not back. They both die. Um, okay. They, they die at a shipwreck. Okay. Um, they, uh, Disney has come out and said that the ship that Little Mermaid sees on the bottom of the sea yeah. is that shipwreck. So okay. those two movies are That connected. still makes sense to me. All right. They're still connected. We're on, we're on board. I think they said that Tarzan might be something about where the parents ended up their island, that they're still alive, and if they have another child, that was Tarzan. Yeah. But that wasn't actually confirmed. That's still speculation. But I just love this idea that they make like a press release and they're like, okay, so, so here's the deal. <laughs> here's how every movie. So connected. Little Mermaid has a kid. And that kid has a kid and that kid has a kid and all the way to the Wright brothers. So little mermaid is the great, great grandmother of little, the Wright brothers. Wright brothers invented planes. The plane is how Tarzan's parents got over the Island. <laughs> they crashed the plane and there you go. Yeah. So they're all connected. Okay. Up next we have spider clowns. Spider clown. Spider clown. It too is coming. Uh, it's supposed to be like 30 years in the future too. I mean, I don't really. Uh, so I, I like Stephen King's stuff. Um, and you know, here's the thing. I feel like so many of his movies were not good. And so <laughs> I started, I started getting used to them not being good. You're and like, now hey, I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, oh yeah, it's probably another Stephen King movie with kind of like, mediocre actors what did you guys think did you see act uh, did you see it yeah i liked it i thought it was cool i didn't see it no i mean it was just a scary movie it's like every typical scary movie that's out there i have seen some sexy clown cosplays come out of it though that's i funny. like it <laughs> I am, that's something good that's come from it <laughs> i haven't seen any spider cosplays come out of it though that'd be I'm awesome doing a sexy spider today <laughs> not all cosplay has to be sexy yeah, that's like, true what if I want it to be sexy? Unless you're Jessica Negri, then everything has to be sexy. That's true. And I'm on board for it. <laughs> All right. Um, John Wick 3. They is, killed his cat. They killed his cat. No, I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> it's not. I mean, I haven't seen any of the John Wick movies, and I feel like I need oh, to. Oh, you haven't? No. I know that they, mm. you know, they kill the dog, and John Wick loses a fucking mind. I mean, the first one, very, very much, is just it's in that genre of movies of, hey, um, seemingly boring white guy is you know just trying to get through life and he's just trying to like keep his head down and like ignore people it's and, taken isn't it and yeah it taken, is yeah. it is and then they they Which push cool. him they push like him it. yeah i like it no it's good <laughs> they push him too far they kill his dog and um pers- kills my dog. you know some people it th- like triggers them and they're like let's they leave the theater well, some people feel like the death of a pet is more important, or the death of an animal is more important than the death of a human being nowadays. And I'm against, I'm against that belief. I do not put, um, you know, except maybe some, uh, some conservative politicians, like I don't put <laughs> pets above human beings. And honestly, even, even those, I, I honestly, I just don't put any pet above any, any human being that isn't slaughtering I guess, um, innocence of any type. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, it's ridiculous, but I, um, I think it's good. Like Keanu Reeves, this is, these are fun movies. These are fun action movies. They're, they remind me of, well, you said it taken any, any of these crazy movies where you just get to see them just brutalize people for an hour. 
So when do you think the news that Keanu Reeves is actually a vampire is going to come out and be actually true? <laughs> because I swear to God, that guy doesn't age ever. He's, he's probably getting those uh, injections of young, uh, young people's blood. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that, people. Uh, stem cells just everywhere. Yeah. So I might, I might oust myself here, but the next one up is Godzilla King of the Monsters. Hell, Gojira. Yeah. I never really liked Godzilla movies. Oh my, what the uh, heck? I know all about them. I just never grew up liking them. But I can say that this fucking sequel has blown my mind and I need to see it. I know of the monsters. I know what they do. And when they showed that every monster you can think of imaginable is in this movie, I was like, holy shit, I need to go see it. But not Ultraman. Like, you know. I will go nuts in the theater. If, if they sneak Ultraman in without telling anybody, I will go nuts. My understanding is I think the licensing for that character belongs to a different studio. So, um, it, it may be, it may be impossible, yeah, be but crazy. man, I would go nuts. It was cool. I, like, I don't remember all the names, but I do remember like Mothra. Uh, I remember sitting there watching the trailer the first time and being like, okay, it's another Godzilla movie. And then you see wings and I'm like, wait, is that, so they just show Mothra. And then, you know, they showed, uh, the three, what's the three headed, King uh, uh, yeah, King Ghidorah. And then they showed him, and I was like, holy shit, are they going to do all of them? And then they showed you know, another one, and I was like, yeah. they're doing all of them, holy shit! So good. It's, yeah, it needs to be seen. It's going to be awesome. Uh, next one up is Secret Life of Pets 2. Bobby would be very upset about this, because she apparently hates Secret Life of Pets, even though she's never seen it. Why does what? she hate Why? it? I don't know. She's like, I just think it's boring. Like, you haven't even watched it yet. She's like, I do not want to see digital bunny rabbits. <laughs> exactly. Uh -huh. No, I liked I liked the, the first movie. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, I heard it was good. I didn't see it. I liked um, it, but I heard I heard that it was at first what you thought it was going to be, and then later on it kind of took a curve. Yeah, but it took it, it took a predictable curve. Yeah, uh, the metalhead dog was the one that made me laugh because there's the part when the owner leaves and he's like the dog. I think it's a girl too. I don't remember the the dog hits the button and to play music and then just starts head banging. It's great. It's a lot of like funny kind of absurd things. And I just don't, did it need a sequel? Um, did it have enough love? Not from me. Not I like the first movie. I don't think it needs a sequel. Like, though. you know, when, when you finish Incredibles and you think like, man, I can't wait till the sequel comes out. Like, I hope there's a sequel. Yeah. Uh, and it was kind of disappointing. But um, in this case, I didn't, I didn't. Like at the end of Incredibles or... 2, when you watched it and you're like, if there is a sequel, it better not take 13 fucking years for them to make another sequel. And it better be better. Yes. The only good, a lot better. The only good part about Incredibles Two was Jack Jack. The rest of it was just. You know, though, if they had shown shown more Jack Jack in the movie, I would have disliked it even more. I would have disliked it even more. He was one of the best parts of the movie, but you know, I watch. There's a lot of excerpts now that that are being floated around of oh, these weren't in the movie, but. You can see like Jack Jack doing this or that. And I'm I like, that's enough. Propose. He's like a meme. He's like a yeah. 30 second video. I want to propose the idea with Incredibles. Do you want a sequel? Or what if Disney Plus tells you they're, they're going to make a series? Maybe I'd watch it. I mean, I'm already planning on getting Disney Plus anyways. Yeah, me too. Disney announced, uh, I think it was a couple of days ago, which by the way was, should have been on our news. Because I feel um, all of everything. Every single thing that Disney has had their hands in is going to be on Disney Plus. All animated videos, all live action, all uh, everything. Everything they've had was okay. They've said that, that everything is going. That includes Star Wars and Marvel. How do you have time to watch the same movies again 
oh, when there's new stuff. Me. You don't know me. I no, I know Scott. because I watch more than you. So you, and that's why. I've watched Scott Pilgrim 120 times. And so why week after week? I'm like, oh, did you finish watching this? Nope. <laughs> I was well, watching Scott Pilgrim again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess you. You have people like me that like that. Yeah. I, that was the one thing on Netflix was. Every like again, I I'm watching Umbrella Academy. I'll get through. I'm watching Travelers. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm getting through these shows. But every now and then, I just want to sit down and go back to a movie I've seen before. I you don't like that, I I do, and I will most yeah. of the times the movies I want to go back and watch are just like, hey, let me put on Hercules or let me put on you know something like that just just to have on. And I couldn't do it because Netflix didn't have those movies anymore. No, that that is true. There's a few movies like um like Frozen, which I've never seen. Uh, and I'd, I'd kind of like to watch it just so I can say I watched it. Um, so I will, I will pay for it and I will watch all the old movies that I missed. But the only thing I'm dreading is my roommate, Liz, loves Coco. And I'm saying loves I know. Coco. <laughs> and I'm afraid that I'm going to hear Coco for she the has next a little bit of an obsessive six personality. Six months of my life before that comes out. It's a mediocre movie, but it's, it's all right. It's not bad, but it's not, no, it's not bad. Movie. It's not bad. It, it's cute and it's, Neat, but from a story I perspective, seen it yet, but people are like, the music is fucking catching came out. People were like, I'm like, go, 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 exactly. I, I guessed the, the, the twist five minutes into the movie. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, foreseeable. Um, next up is the possible last X Men movie for Fox. Well, I, I mean, it should be the last X-Men movie. I don't think Disney's going to stop X-Men. I think, they, I think they're going to reboot it. I it really do. It only well, well, makes sense for well, them to reboot it, really. Well, but wait, think, wait, wait. So um, when we say reboot, reboot we mean not MCU. The, no, I think reboot for MCU. That's not the same thing, then. See, the MCU is the MCU, and uh-huh. the MCU can have an X-Men movie, and the, and the MCU can have the Phoenix movie, and the MCU can have, you know, whatever. But... The, that won't that can never be the x-men franchise the mcu is the mcu franchise they not you know wait, wait i'm confused so i'm trying to i'm trying to i'm trying to clarify that the x-men franchise is not part of the mcu it's not no not, and not right so, now yeah and right so now. and they'll never reboot the x-men franchise the x-men franchise they'll they'll redo these x-men movies inside the mcu That's not as its own, not as its own franchise that's what, that not was, as yeah, it was not going mean, to be the X Men franchise anymore. It's going to be the Marvel franchise, the M- the MCU, so Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm saying that there's a difference. Okay, yeah. There's a big difference. These so, movies, all these movies that have come out, don't count. I agree yeah. with you that they'll release, you know, all all of the movies, all the X Men type movies, but not as its own franchise. No, and yeah. so and so so, so on, Fox yeah. X Men is dead. Yeah, because it's now now it's all going to be one big like crossover world yeah there probably won't like like there'll always be like little like intros and it'll have um shield and you know stuff all blended into it i think i heard some other stuff been talking about this today too is if they do reboot the the whole x-men thing if they start over with the x-men thing they make they make new movies for it please for the love of god do not build the entire universe around wolverine He's such a lame character, in my opinion, to build everything around when there's so much more. I mean, they but, didn't even wait, start. Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna. I just want to slow you down for one second because there is a complete comic book line for the X Men where he literally is the teacher 
headmaster <laughs> of the mansion. Like, for a long period of time. Okay, and there's a whole comic book series where Deadpool kills everybody. What are we talking well, about Well, here? that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but but you're, you're playing on saying that These are, they I, shouldn't concentrate on, on Marvel or, or Wolverine is, in fact, they have a comic book where they did that, and it was very successful. I just don't think it's successful in the movies, though. Everything was revolved around Wolverine in these movies, and they did not do well. Which X-Men is being asked to come back? I'm just saying, Wolver like there is a lot of promise by making well, one. That's rumors so, are that Radcliffe was just asked to be uh, Wolverine. Oh, sorry, <laughs> that'd be interesting. I saw a picture that For, you posted. Yeah, I posted it. Yeah, it's a fake. I mean, it's a. Yeah, I don't know how it looks I feel about good. it. It's um, I personally, I've always found Wolverine to be a little bit boring. Um, I mean, he's a cool character, but just a cool character. Yeah, and I think for me. Because I started reading comics in the eighties. So God, if you say Cyclops, <laughs> no, I'm I would say Cyclops. You know, Wolverine wasn't as big of a deal in the eighties. Yeah, he became a big deal in the nineties, and I didn't understand. I was like, I don't get it. Like, what is going on here? How? Like, oh, there's so many jacket, smoking cigar, uh, miter, motorcycle. But here's here's my problem with it deal. though: is Wolverine's story arc, uh, his whole thing, it it starts when he became Wolverine. Like these stories of Cyclops and Jean Grey and all these other characters started when they're kids. These they had these powers when they're kids, and it's showing. I think an X Men movie is more successful if they show how these kids developed from a young age all the way up with how they had to learn. I agree with you. I think the what will make X Men successful is true. What you're saying is uh, concentrating on X Mansion. On the mansion, yes, the academy, on, yes, mutant academy, mutants being discovered and mutants being trained how to live in the world. Because in the Marvel world, as we can see, and it's still, I mean, they've still even put it in the MCU, you can still see that mutants are not treated well from Shield. And I think more of an interesting story than James Howlett discovers his past is. Um, Cyclops for years didn't know how to open his eyes without killing somebody. Like, how does he survive with that? Does he just walk around? Like, I want to see that story of how he figures this out. Like, he can wear glasses or... Uh, to me, the... I mean, the whole concept of X-Men and what's supposed to make it good is how it allows the comic book writers to explore issues with race and isolationism and prejudice without having minority groups like complain or or white like supremacist racist people get their defenses up like they can be like like you can have like a white nazi guy who's like man it sucks how people treat cyclops or whatever like yeah. like they're just like they're just born with those powers they don't have any control over it and it kind of like changes their worldview just a little bit, just just 2% towards understanding that, you know, we're all, we're all just humans. Yeah. It shouldn't matter that you have laser beams coming out of your eyes or not. Laser <laughs> beams <laughs> shouldn't are not matter that you can control but, things with your brain. But Fox being who Fox used to be, they didn't explore any of those stories. And uh, Frankie's 100% right that in the past couple of years, Marvel has really been trying to um, explore that concept in the MCU of p 
people, normal people hating people with powers. Yeah. Which is like, like I really think the storyline has, uh, they've developed helps for the transfer over when they talk about, um, the mutant acts, like keeping mutants at bay, keep making sure like, um, cause that was like another thing, uh, I forget which general. It wasn't General Ross because General Ross was always after the Hulk. Yeah, and there was another another general who was, uh, or was it General Ross that also was like uh, the Sentinels? No, that's um. Oh wait, was it? No, no, no. That's uh, the because it's not General Ross from X Men Two, but that X Men Two it's Starks uh starts with an S. His name starts with an S. Um, stricken strike Stracken. Oh, uh, striker striker, general striker. There we go. Yeah, yeah, I did something. There you go. <laughs> um, so, so we're talking about Phoenix here though. We're not talking about the yeah. reboot of the universe yet. Um, but this is probably it. It's, it has to be it. I hope they destroy the world. I hope they destroy the world. And then in the post credit scene, go watch Marvel movies. <laughs> they, they're like, uh, um, yeah, ready for the. Yeah, something, just something, just some sort of hint well, of what the future might be. That New Mutants is coming. There's a movie called New Mutants. So it'd be cool to see them. The world is destroyed. Like, get ready for New Mutants, and it's literally well, that's done New Mutants. So this wait, is, wait. So, so this, you know what New Mutants is, though, right? Yeah, it's not them. No, no, no. no. I mean, you know what it is—the comic, but you also know what the movie is. No. Oh, the, the trailers are good. They had a couple of the trailers. It's alright. Oh, oh, is it? I'll have to watch it because from it's my a it's a horror movie. Oh, it's a horror movie. They're doing like a horror movie. Like these people are locked in this um, basically haunted mental asylum. And they're doing experiments on the kids like Alanya, like Alanya Rasputin. Um, I think they have Shadowcat maybe. They, they have a lot of the, the characters. It's in the same universe. Okay. But they're like governments like tormenting these people. But I think that either because Alanya has that portal to hell. Actually, it's a portal to limbo. And Belasco, the demon lord, um, like captures her or kidnaps her for a long time. But anyway, so she's like possessed basically because she's part demon. And uh, I don't know what they're going to do with the movie. We don't know, but they're making it dark. They're making it real dark. And this place this is like is all dystopian same, and crazy. This is the same Alanya that's sister to Peter, right? That's correct. Oh, Peter is Colossus, my favorite X-Men. So, okay. Well, we got we got a lot to get through still, and we we're we're approaching. And, and I don't know that we need to go through um, all of them. Let's let's hit the high points. Yeah. Okay. So we don't need to talk about Spider Man Two Far From Home. Yeah. We know true. it's coming. We talked about it. We're a bunch. excited. Uh, Kingsman Three. We do need to talk about that one because okay. I fucking love Kingsman. Secret Circle was hilarious. It was good. Or, it was, was it as good? I know. So the only. <laughs> I, the only reason I would say it wasn't as good was because the scene in the church from the original Kingsman movie was fucking epic, and it's really hard to top that scene. Yeah, that scene was good, but also, too, it just, like, I, I didn't like how, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched, too, literally right at the beginning, everybody dies. I thought that was retarded. Yeah, but then that gave you a reason to go find the other Kingsman, which I thought was cool. Statesman. Statesman. (laughs) I actually do, um, I like secret organizations, and I get frustrated that 
these things in movies get just torn apart, destroyed all the time. And I'm like, I, I want to see them be part of this big mega thing. Yeah. Um, but see, I think Kingsman did something that not a lot of franchises itself would do where it's Kingsman two. You're like, okay, we're going to have another movie about all these people. They're all dead. Holy shit. Like they started the movie off with mm-hmm. that. And you're like, okay, they're going to go back and bring them back. Are they going to explain? No, they didn't. They're, they're dead. They're yeah. the movie progresses. And I thought that was an interesting take on it. Like the whole Kingsman organization is just gone without e- what was his name. Uh, I was going to say Egon, but that's, is that his real name? Ego. Oh, uh, yeah. Like Ego or something. Eggie. Eggie. Yeah. I don't remember his name. So Frankie, you think the third movie is going to be better or worse than the second movie? I think it's. Are you, are you going to see it in theater? Yes. I okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that sounds, I think it'll be. Is it because of I'm Tatum? hoping for it to be better because of the fact that there's the way things are supposedly looking mm-hmm. like they're going from where it, like it left off at the end yeah. of two. It really goes back to what what you and I want a bigger like bigger uh, under what secret agencies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I heard there's apparently. Or in the trailer, made it seem like there was another agency that we're finding out about, or something. I like don't that. know. I haven't seen a trailer for it yet. Know. I just know it's coming. Uh, Kingsman Two had the statesman, so who knows? There might be an Asian organization. Maybe not trailer. The Maybe Yakuza it was like a, a picture, or a poster. <laughs> I think it was a poster. I'm excited. Um, I mean, I don't think did Channing Tatum's character die in that movie? I forgot. I've never no. seen him. He. He didn't die. Uh, he was just incata- uh, incapacitated literally the whole movie. That was another reason why I was like, ah, dude, Channing Tatum is just, he's a great actor. He's funny, dude. And then when his and you character- tucked him away. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, uh, it's been a while since I've seen it. I forgot exactly what happened. It was still funny, though. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Um, okay. So that's it for movies. We have some video game sequels. I'm going to go down our list, but I'm going to just. We're going to talk about one. Now. We're going to burn through this some is, of them. Yeah, let's just talk about like one or two out of the out of the list that well, we think is interesting. I, yeah, I was going to say, I want to announce all yeah, of them that yeah, we yeah. have. So Crackdown 3, don't really care about, but that's out. It's out now. Yeah. Go play it. All of them are out. I haven't played it yet, but uh, guys, Crackdown 3 is a world where you're a superhero and you can run around and pretty much destroy anything. Play it. Cool. Metro Exodus. Definitely need to try this series out. I yeah, I do. I want to try it. When I heard what it was about, because I didn't know anything about it, I was like, oh shit, I need to, it's, it's about a Russian underground because of stuff exploding. And now people are living underground in Russia. And I heard that the, the development of this game was almost halted because the, um, the developers or the producers, I forgot someone, there are some people that say, okay, we want it to take place in America. And they're like, no, it doesn't make sense for it to happen in America. We're not doing that. It's a Russian scenario. It has now, this to is another Russia. like Russian or Polish indie game company, yes. right? These these guys make some of the best stories. Like yes, they, they, they make really good gritty dark stories. Uh, it's I almost like they they live in a harsh country that uh, you know has police corruption and I, stuff. I can't wait to play. it. I've heard um, every every game gets better. So there's Metro Twenty Thirty Three, Metro Last Light, yep. and Metro Exodus. And I've heard every game gets progressively better. And I've heard that this game well, is not amazing. only better, my dude. If you <laughs> thought Fallout had some scary monsters, go f- oh, yourself. Yeah. Because Metro's like creatures, like you just got Jer- Jersey Devils just flying around. Like she's like, oh, dude, what's up? And you're like, whoa, that's not cool. I'm not. <laughs> it just flies around, bro. And you you don't have anything. You don't. You have like this little gun, like not doesn't really kill much. And you're just like, 
Oh, that's the other interesting. <laughs> that's the other interesting thing that I, I learned about listening to all my other podcasts that talk about this stuff is your currency in the game is bullets, the bullets okay. you use to shoot the things with. So you can buy things with your bullets, but then whoever created that system is a goddamn communist. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Russian game breaking. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, speaking of devils and stuff flying around, Devil May Cry Five. Yes, Woo! Devil May Cry Five. Um, I, I want to. This talk is about... not the sequel to DMC. Yeah, this no, is the sequel to is, Devil May Cry Four. It's completely yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about this because uh, I do know the main uh, the main voice actor for Dante, uh, Ruben Langdon. Um, I don't remember. I'm going to put in the um, show notes uh, something that was going on uh, about him. He was having. Uh, an incident, personal, a personal incident happened to him. I don't exactly remember off the top of my head, but I'll put the um, blog about it in the show notes. But he is always pushed himself. Uh, I spoke to him, oh, I believe at ShineCon. Yes, ShineCon. I got to talk with him person to person, and he's just a great uh, down guy. He really loves being dante like he he tells me like he, it's fucking dante who wouldn't love to be true. fucking dante yeah. jesus it, it, he's just like every the time. only person that would be more excited to play any character in that game is his fucking brother <laughs> come on i don't know his brother is kind of a dick sometimes that's why it'd be awesome to be the voice actor for that yeah and it's it's really nice just to see uh to hear from him as a voice actor and hear how much love he has for the character that he voices and you know we don't always hear that. I know that's like a uh, a big thing is people like, oh, voice actors, all voice actors love their characters. No. Uh, no actually, guys, not. not really. Not many voice actors love their characters. But Rubin Langdon, bro, he loves, loves, loves Dante. Like, I believe, like, he, ha- he told me he has, like, a couple leather jackets because they were like, here, dude, here you go. I mean, if you play the character, you got to have the merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> Um, next up is uh, Tom Clancy's The Division 2. I know a lot of people are excited about this. Yeah, game. a lot of people are excited about uh, this. It sounds like that they might have actually done something right with this game. They, they listened to what people didn't like about the first game yep. and they fixed it in this game and now it's even better. And Division wasn't a bad game. No, it wasn't. So The Division 2, learning from their past experiences and making a better game, sounds like it's a good thing. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. What the fuck do we even have to say about this? It's fucking Mortal yeah, Kombat. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 11, guys. Uh, we're all looking excited for Shaggy, so uh, we'll see you guys. Not even that. We have the fucking Prince of Persia in here, too, apparently. What? Did you not see? Not. Okay, there's a character that has sand ability and can control time. What I like about uh, this particular company is their fighting games have cool stories, and I just love playing single-player campaign. I enjoy it. it it's long. You don't need to you know, play with other people or play online. One thing about this Mortal Kombat, yeah. I don't know if you knew specifically about it. It's a reboot. It's a completely it's new. It's supposed to be Oh, that's a, even better in my opinion, I don't honestly, cuz it it's it's a like it's the same characters, but the world the realm is different. The the way the realm is set because I, the only reason I say that and I, I guess cuz I know the story. I know the story very well and they said Shao oh, Kahn. So you yeah, you So remember. they said Shao mm-hmm. Kahn's back and I was like, "What?" Yeah, so then you remember which one was it? Was it Arbengeddon where they destroyed like they destroyed the realms and they had to recreate them and Sc- Scorpio became this is really deep. Uh <laughs> we'll end it after the Scorpio be, uh became the realm protector. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I'm excited for it. It looks mm-hmm. it looks like a brutal game and I love those games. 
uh, Bayonetta 3. Sexy witch lady. Who Do we have shoots. a trailer for it? I don't know if we have a trailer for it, yeah. but I don't need one. It has the word Bayonetta and 3 in it. I'm going to play it. Right. I love Bayonetta Shh. games. And I love the character. Excuse me for wanting to see, <laughs> see her get naked. <laughs> uh, Rage 2 is coming. Okay. I, I don't know anything about Rage, but I know. I, 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 heard, heard, I heard it was pretty good. Yeah, I've heard it's a good game. And I've heard a lot of people excited about that. Uh, Gears of War 5 is coming. I know a lot about this game series because I fucking hate it. And I'm probably one of the only people who yeah, hate it. the series. I, I don't like I find it so boring. Um, I, I haven't been playing it the last couple versions. Um, I, I, but I like it. I mean, I like the world. I like the universe. I, I like the game in general. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to get back into it now. It's on PC and everything's been on PC for yeah. a couple versions now. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited. looks good. Um, the trailers I, and stuff. I know nothing about this whole next franchise wasteland three. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, Yeah, but that's coming. Woo. Okay. Uh, Shenmue 3. Good lord, that's that's a lot to talk about. Uh, we're just gonna say that Shenmue 3 is coming because Shenmue, in its own right, deserves a, a podcast not a whole podcast, but there's a lot to talk about for Shenmue. Oh, yeah. So just be excited that Shenmue 3 is coming finally. Uh, Evil Genius 2, I think I know something. So, this was a Xbox game about, um, I don't know, 11 years ago. It's funny, it's kind of it's like a sarcastic humor type of game, and you're an evil genius and you're you're doing weird, cool, goofy stuff. It looks really good, guys. It's going to make you laugh. I think it's a perfect game for you, uh, James. I know you're a big PlayStation guy. Uh-huh. Um, I assume it's not going to be exclusive anymore because it's going to at least be on PC, and you're a PC gamer. So yeah, I think I, you, I think gamer. you'll be able to play it. Yeah, if if there's anything on P- a PC you know, that's not Slay the Spire, let me know because that's all I'm playing <laughs> now. I love that game. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Not much to say about that except for it's Luigi's Mansion and it's the fun series. Well, I guess now that I have to buy a Switch Might because well all the all cool games. new games, yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> and on. the one that we, me and Frankie, are still waiting for, Beyond, Beyond Good, Good and Evil, Evil 2. 2. The trailer for this game at E3, it, was, it wasn't even a trick. Would you call it a trailer? There was no I, gameplay. There was storyline. I've only seen concept art. And it looks like stunning and amazing. There was a there was a whole trailer at E three. Yeah, I didn't see the trailer. So. Three years ago now, I think. I believe that was all in game too. Yeah, but they didn't show what you're actually doing in the game. Yeah, like mechanic uh, mechanics of the game. But I might have been too early to it like was really. Cool. Yeah, I wouldn't trust it. Three years. I mean, it's going to be it showed a hopefully better. He was like happy that he got this like mm-hmm. idol, and you're like cool. And then he went to go grab it, and it melted. And I was like, dude, this is so reminiscent of so many other movies that I love. So. I'm excited. The graphics look freaking amazing. Everything looks. Do, awesome. do we know the publisher? Um, we don't, but I can look it up while we continue talking yeah. about it. I uh, I just think that this is uh, this is a good opportunity. I have a good feeling for it. I, I have a feeling that this is going to be like a labor of love. That this game is going to live up to the hype of the first one. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, and the, like, oh, the, why am I even surprised? It's Ubisoft. It's Ubisoft. Yeah, I should have known that. And Michael Ansel was one of the uh, designers, and I remember that name because he's good at what he does. Ubisoft makes some great games, but also some kind of like oh, buggy games. They make that, some duds. Yeah, yeah. So, but they—I don't know. It's it's hard. But at least Ubisoft isn't you know EA or Activision. Exactly. <laughs> they try. <laughs> they try. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that's that's our news. Um, that we well, have. that's our sequel. That's our sequel news. 
Uh, we got one last thing that we always do is tradition Every around week. here. Uh, our poll. You guys want to know the winners? I think you know the winners. Oh, we know. So the we winners. asked. They're wrong. Last week, who was better at hiding? Where's Waldo or Solid Snake? And it was Shaggy off the. No, I'm sitting. It's it was Solid <laughs> Snake. <laughs> yeah. Solid Snake is what you guys said is the better hider, which I guess like by a pretty see. large percentage. Yeah, it was a very large percentage. I think it was like thirty to sixty almost. Yeah. This is my problem. The picture of Solid Snake showed him inside the box, <laughs> but little did any of you realize that we were not allowing Snake to have the box, so he would not have been a better hider than we're. Waldo doesn't <laughs> Who need a is box. That espionage guy that's standing right there. Yeah, with camo and guns. <laughs> Waldo doesn't need a box. Yes. He can just hide. <laughs> I, I I vote on my own polls when I put these questions up. Uh-huh. And I wanted to say I put Waldo. So uh, me I'm too. Insane. <laughs> Um, but on that note, we have the next poll ready. Um, this one is sure to cause some hellfire in the nerd space. Who is the better sidekick? Chewbacca or Hermione Granger? I can't wait to hear someone's can't wait. eyeballs. Remember, we don't vote. We don't vote yet, but I want yeah, to vote so guys. bad. Can't vote. Uh, we no, vote. I mean, we, we click the button. You guys can go vote. Yeah. We as the uh, we don't vote podcasters, the talker, people, show... Yeah, we don't. We don't. The vote. hosts. Just go vote. The hosts. Just go vote. By the time you hear this part where we have told you, you can go vote. Yes. Yes. Uh, it is on the Facebook page for Dorkside Cookies. Uh, check us out on Patreon again at Dorkside Cookies. And if you like boobies, we also have boobies on our Patreon at Dorkside After Dark. Yeah, a lot of boudoir glamour uh, photography. So enjoy. Yeah. We got lots of stuff. Um, our website is uh, just about to be up and up and running yeah. soon. Um, we've, we, we, yeah, we'll rebuild. I was going to say, we worked on it. No, Rich worked on it, and I stared at the thing going, wow, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that should be up, and it's going to have all the links that we've talked about in yeah. all of our, everything is going to be on there. But, so, it, but anything we talked about today, it is in our show notes. Yep, because we oh, read yeah. this off of our show notes, though. That's how we do it. Um, all right. I guess until next week, we don't have a segment ready for next week. So I think we're just going to actually do news and yeah. we'll surprise you while I pull something out of my ass to talk about next week. There you go. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. Peace out. Bye, guys.